Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled. I'm Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Homecoming Season 1, Episode 3. It's called Optics. So full spoilers for the episode as always. And this is the one where if the direction wasn't impressive in the first two, or it didn't wow you, I feel like this is the one that was like, no, nah, Sam Esmail can do a thriller. He, he can do suspense, he can do kind of like uneasy atmosphere kind of thing. Because... Mm. We, I mean, we start in the future, but we'll, we'll come back to that. We'll, we'll do the wraparound stuff at, at, at the end, maybe. Um, but we start off in the present-day stuff with Schreier um, and, and Walter wanting to leave the place just to go get a drink. It's like, no, that, you know, it's Walter's idea, to, just to ease his mind, to ease Schreier. Prove Schreier, that they're in Florida. Yeah. And he goes to the, the, woman at the desk, and she's like, oh, and she's kind of edgy about it. She's like, ah, oh, maybe we shouldn't. She tries to suggest some board games. And she's like, no, let me go and get the form you have to fill out to leave. Uh which may actually be true. Maybe there's a form. Yeah, it sounds just about plausible, but just about suspicious. Because you know, yeah. she goes around on the phone, and, yeah. and we hear her say, oh, there's someone trying to leave. And yeah. we don't hear anything after that. It could be, could you come down with the form and authorize this? Or it could be, come down and stop them. Right? Yeah. It could go. You could read it either way. And Schreier, being any state of paranoia, just grabs her keys off the desk and runs out to one of the cars, one of the vans. And Walter runs after him, tries to talk him out of it, but when he refuses, he goes with him to keep an eye on him, basically, make sure he doesn't do anything weird or drastic. Yeah. You know, he, he's doing this as a friend, not because he, he he wants to run away as well. And, man, the shots of them driving through the night... Um, Pretty great. Yeah, it was almost under the skin levels of tone. Like, the way it was, mm. just them in the quiet countryside roads, there was nothing in the air for miles... Uh, and there's a car coming up behind them at one point, and it's like, is this like one of them? Is this you know them coming after us? And I thought it was. I thought it was going to be like guys and like you know, like with you know with yeah. night sticks and shit. You're coming out, to, you know, grab them back in. Uh, but I was just like random guy, random old that guy. I mean, he could be a plant. He could be like keeping an eye on them. But no, I'm mean, just a random old guy. And he's like, oh, they've even got a Florida license plate. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I remember when they built that whole like African town outside wherever it was yeah yeah for 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 simulation training, practice training, yeah. training mission yeah um and he's like yeah sure i was like yeah and it was that accurate they could do it again easily yeah because he said they even had the smells which is an interesting thing yeah and he's like if they can do it with you know this place from the other side of the world they can, they can do it with florida yeah uh, and they get to this town, which again, it was uh, it was almost like walking into a David Lynch movie for like a minute. Where they get to this small town, it looks like a fake town. It almost looks like uh, the main street out of the good place, but it's nighttime, so it's kind of creepy. It looks like a movie set. Yeah, it looks kind of yeah, it looks kind of fake. And they're, they're they go up to this window and their shoes, and they're kind of and it's a cobbled road, which is you know kind of weird for the location. I think you know if it's supposed to be in Florida, and then the lights all come on at the same time, and it's like. It, and it feels like, oh, security is here because it this is It feels like a setup, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, and it turns, and, you know, Schreier tackles the guy that's walking towards him. And it turns out he's just like a, a security guard. He's, he's not even got a gun on him. He's got like a flashlight and like mm. something else. Uh, and that's when we cut to like, the interview with Heidi. And it turned, you know, Walter's just like telling the story. He's like, oh, no, it was fine. This guy. It turned out the reason why this place was so dead right now is because it was an old folks home, uh, like an old folks community. A little retirement yeah. town. Yeah. And they were all asleep. And this guy was just coming to check what was going on because two weird guys kind of showed up and <laughs> were making noise. Doing his job, basically. Yeah. Um, but he he, he 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 was in, I think they said the Navy, so he kind of understood the you know, coming back yeah. home and he kind of like let it go and everything was fine. And he had like questions about it. But I just wanted to, the direction for that sequence, that them driving and then them arriving in this town uh, 
was great. And I loved how, like, uh, the spelling on one of the, the shop signs was just a little bit different enough to make you think, is this in a place that's not, like, English isn't the first language? Okay. Uh, no, I can't remember what the word was, but it, it was spelled differently. You know, do you know sometimes, like, a, I don't know, like a coffee shop might use, like, the, the Italian spelling for something on the sign? Right. Yeah, it was something like that, and because I noticed it, and it looked kind of weird, like, I don't, oh. I don't think I noticed. I think my brain just did yeah. that thing where it fixed it because I knew what oh, it was sure. meant to be. Um, and I just, I, I just wondered, oh, is this like somewhere foreign? Like, is, is this not even an English-speaking place? And but no, it seems like it is. It's just one of those. Again, it does seem like they're in Florida, doesn't it? It does seem that way. Because uh, even later on, the the boyfriend and the future says, oh, how's Tampa? So I mean, yeah, you know, so it, that confirms that no, they're in Florida, and this was just paranoia. Um, but man, they did a good job of making me think if it was or it wasn't for a while. Yeah, yeah. I think I said last episode there was a few, there was just enough that if you think about it, that I could believe that they weren't in Florida. Just enough. Just enough. But then, then you know, here we are, and so she's talking talking to Walter, and he kind of brings up um, how well they know each other and how close they are, uh, him and Trier, and. She doesn't seem to understand, so he kind of starts to question a little bit about her, like, relationships, and it's like, you know, have you ever, you know, been on a road trip with a boyfriend? She's like, no, I've had boyfriends. Like, yeah, but you've never been on a road trip. You've never been driving for hours, and, you know, and then he says, okay, what if we were on a road trip, right? And we, we went to, uh, where's it says we're going to go? I can't remember. Uh, Somewhere shit sounding. <laughs> but they're, they're, you know, so, oh, so, so yeah, so we're going to see the sites, we'll do these things here or there, but the vast majority of it, we're going to be sitting in a car. And, you know, what do we do? We'd start off doing this, we'd have a playlist, you know, you'd, you'd read, that's what she says she would want to do. Um, but after a while, you get bored because you're just there for so long. And it's when you both get bored that you kind of become really close with a person because it's like, that's when you become you're like who you, that's probably the most genuine you ever become just yourself to someone else is when you stop acting like you're with someone kind of the idea um and he says you know add you know and for them add in gunfire to that (laughs) you know add in being shot at whilst you're yeah whilst you're in this situation but you're bored yeah but you're bored yeah um so you know it was a nice little thing and it was kind of examining her character and the way that he's kind of learned about her as well to the point where she puts down the pen in perfect alignment with her with her pad he like you know he slants it just enough to annoy her just yeah. to make a point and say, hey, this bothers you. And then she immediately fixes it. <laughs> I've done that before, I'm not going to lie. Uh-huh. Yeah. I feel like his intention here is a, a lot more uh, well-intentioned than yours probably was. Yeah, mine was just to annoy him. Yes, yes. Yes. Um, that was funny. It was I, funny. I, Stand by it. <laughs> anyway, so... But again, this is a scene of them bonding. It's a scene of them getting getting close in some way, and it's effective because then when she goes home and she's she's with the boyfriend, the boyfriend's breaking up with her and moving out of the house, and she doesn't really care. Which she kind of realizes, she says, "No, I think this is for the best." And he's like, "What? I'm talking about moving out." He's like, "Oh, I know." <laughs> and he's like, "Are you going to try and stop me?" <laughs> and then he tries to stop her from answering the phone because Colin's phoning again. Uh, we have to have a conversation with Colin on the phone every episode. That's that's the trend so far. Yeah. And he he basically is just like she, when she grabs the phone back, she's like, "Okay, that's it. We're done. Get out of my house." <laughs> uh, so he's left there sitting, and she goes outside and talks. Um, you know, I have to say, I'm enjoying the uh, the phone effect when they're on the on the, the conversation. Uh, the split screen. Not the split screen. No, the audio. 
They actually oh, have the, a okay. the sound effect. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. It sounds, you know, the shitty phone. Uh, it's tone. arguably a little too shitty for what phones actually sound like now. Um, that's that's fair. Phones have gotten better over over time. They're stupidly clear now, but I mean, if if you want the effect, yeah, the effect, don't you? Yeah, you you want it to be more not subtle. You want people to notice you, you, it. You wanna you wanna make a point about it. Yeah. Um, the idea that they're disconnected. That she's you know she's so invested in what she's doing. But the only contact she has with her superior is like over this great distance. Yeah. Um, uh, and this time he's at his daughter's birthday party, and I, I thought it was interesting how he, he kind of mirrored her stuff, where she's ignoring her boyfriend, doesn't give a shit. He's kind of getting chastised just with the eyes. We don't even hear her say anything really uh, by his wife because he's on the phone about work where it's his daughter's birthday party, um, and then he gets the real scolding when he comes back in and he's missed the start of the cake. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, got to rush off then, hasn't he? Yeah. The most interesting part of this, though, is how he's looking into cars outside and he's suspicious of a house across the street. Yeah. He's into something shady. Well, I mean, I think the homecoming is the shady thing. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. But yeah. it's, like, it's, it's, it's maybe even more shady than we realised if there's actively people searching for him. Or at least he's paranoid enough to think or he's, Yeah, he's yeah. paranoid enough to... and. That's presumably why he wants this distance of, you know, Hi- you know, I mentioned before, I thought Heidi was kind of the scapegoat because mm. he's never there in person. It's always, she's the supervisor. She's always her name that's on everything. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, he has this deniability. Yeah. Which I think is more interesting, just her being the scapegoat at the end because someone has to take the fall. The idea that it was always set up that way, that, that she was yeah. there from the start to, to be the face of it. Um, but, and adding to that, he's not in the photograph at the end, which we'll talk about, but, um, so they'll talk about things he wants to like maybe double the medication and she's like no that's a terrible idea that'll cause all sorts of effects um but he yeah, wants for the schreier we, we learn they're getting it through the food through the food yeah which was kind of something that schreier was kind of suspicious of yeah yeah but only at lunchtime though only at lunchtime that's their dosage and that's why it's like all right is everyone eating at lunchtime mm. but he actually wants for the walter as well and and she has to like really fight him on this, and she kind of she convinces him. She makes enough of a point to to convince him to let Walter stay because he's a good candidate, and this makes it a bit more dramatic. The the story that we can sell later that he he did escape and do this uh, with with Shire, but he came back round because everything else about him is actually really promising. Uh, yeah, but it's also a shame that she cares for him, um, which you know adds extra oomph to the the ending of the episode when we get to the, the reveal. But I thought that was. Uh, Again, good character building because you, you kind of feel it in your stomach. You're like, "This is going to end badly." They're getting closer and closer. They're feeling like they're having more of a bond as time goes on. Yeah. And by the end, it's this is going to it's going to be bad. And the end of the episode kind of confirms that. Uh, when when Carrasco's like checking the because he's 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 sort of going off book. He's supposed to be dropping this because the episode starts with him in the future. Like he's going to submit his report saying that it's Probably all done. Shitty PC screen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Twenty twenty three or whatever this is supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> 22 i think 22 um and he goes down to the records room he wants to look at the employment records and he's upset to find out that her file is you know it's, it's in whatever it is like 242 or whatever whatever number it was and but there's like 30 boxes with that number and yeah. he starts looking through them and we come back to him at the end and he finds some homecoming stuff uh he finds like a like a flyer that's like just information about it, a little pamphlet and yep. there's a photo in the back that she's in, but of course, as we said, Colin's not there. So you know, that's maybe more. 
credibility. He's to keeping that. his distance. He wants nothing to do with this officially. But he finds her record, and he's looking at, at the date of termination, and it's the fifteenth of May. And I immediately went, "Wait a minute, that's the same date that the violent incident happens." And then I was like, "But why would she be terminated for that?" But then he just glanced. You know, the camera just pans over. Reason for termination: hospitalized. And I'm like, "Oh dear." Yep. And then he does the same thing. He gets the other one out, and he, it really makes it clear that he compares the two of them. Um, maybe it overdoes it just a touch, actually. Uh, yeah, maybe I could see that. Um, yeah, I, I, I think he's trying to emulate that he's double checking it because he has the thought, and then he wants to look at it, and then he's looking back and forth, and he's like, "Shit." Yeah, I think it just shows it once too many times. That's fair. Um, and there's also the running thing here where he, he keeps having to wave his hand because the motion light keeps going off. Yeah, I've been there. Oh yeah, I've been there as well. That's so annoying. Um, but he's 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 down there working, and that's kind of what we end the episode on. Um, but really interesting. I I think the crux of the show building towards Walter being violent towards Heidi, despite the fact that they have so much chemistry, it adds this sense of tragedy and foreboding tragedy to the whole thing. It's one thing to know that something bad was going to happen. It's another thing once we care about both characters and we. Yeah. We care about their connection in some way. And it feels like now, oh, I've got this feeling in the pit of my stomach. You know, what's going to cause this? Is it the drugs they're giving them? Is that what's going to cause it? Is it more than that? I mean, I think we can deduce that the drugs are part of it, given yeah. how, uh, you know, we, we know what the reaction has been, uh, you know, from from uh, Colin about, you know, the, the, the shoes like, oh, no, you know, he's, he's, viol- he's getting violent, that's it, terminate it. Right? Yeah, week five, burn out, just get rid of him. Yeah, uh, but also um, she argues back that okay, if we cut off people cold turkey, because he want, obviously wants to, you know, cut off Walter as well. It's like, oh, if we cut them off cold turkey, that's it. They're gonna be violent. They're gonna mm. lash out, and and so maybe maybe it's a case of that because he also mentions the placebo pills as well. Mm. Um, so if if one of them stops eating but keeps taking the pills for whatever, you know, maybe they skip lunch but they they keep taking the placebo pills thinking that they're still getting their medication um maybe maybe they go off the rails a little bit yeah no there's definitely things opening up there and the big thing though is we get a future scene with heidi as well who goes to see uh, the boyfriend and what's interesting about this is it kind of confirms something we were speculating last episode is that she genuinely does not remember anything and I think this is what homecoming is. I think that's the point of home. My, my speculation right now is mm. she is a successful patient of homecoming in the sense that the point of homecoming is to make them forget their experiences in the war, right? So that they don't have PTSD. I can see that. I can, I can see that for sure. So they yeah, So they use it on her to like, right, okay, let's just make her forget about it. Hmm. No, I can see I that because she she because she remembers moving there. She remembers getting yeah. the job, but she doesn't remember anything of the actual time there. To the point where she's like, she's because he he thinks she's wanting to connect with him, and he even says that he's not moved on. So he's he's really open to like making this a yeah. thing. It's just isn't interested. And she she's just there though because she wants to like f- fish for any details she might have mentioned to him. Because when he says, "Oh, you always talk to Colin," and he's she's like, "Colin, oh, yeah." Nice. And he even clocks that she's talking about him like she doesn't even remember who he is. Um, so, 
No, it's interesting because yeah, uh, last episode when she was talking to her mum and I, I said that, no, it's like she genuinely ha- is confused yeah. about this, about why she's back. Um, so I, I'm glad it went in that path because I, I think it's interesting. Like She has her own reason to investigate things now. She's had time yeah. taken from her. I think if, if that is if that is what Homecoming is and she's a successful patient, that's really interesting because it's like, you know, the idea that she didn't even notice that she'd forgotten, right? She didn't mm. realise or think it was weird. It wasn't like there was... Now that she's thinking about it, it's like, yeah, there's... Yeah, it, it wasn't gap. until someone came and asked about her time there that she went, wait a minute. Yeah, like, I, I don't really know. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean... I get why that would be appealing to to do for like soldiers, right? Like, okay, just make them forget anything they're seeing. Forget about the yeah. horrors. I I presume though they only do this to her. Is I mean I think there's the the thing where oh she's also part of the experiment, right? But yeah, given the violent incident we know was coming, I wonder if they only do this to her because of the violent incident and because of that's her experience. what I'm expecting. Yeah. yeah, because she would have PTSD if she didn't get it as well. Yeah. So it it could be a bit of both. It's like well, it'll protect her. Because you know she won't suffer, and also covers our backs because she can't remember things to be you know liable for. I feel I, I I'm inclined to think it's more to do with covering their backs than to helping yeah. her. But I mean, who who's to say? I mean, maybe they'll have more of a heart than that. But I, right now, I'm I'm not getting caring from Colin. I'm getting. I'm, I'm not really, but it yeah. might be a nice bonus side effect. Yeah. Um, no, actually, there was something I wanted to mention about the last episode's direction that I forgot to bring up, and I really want to talk about it. Uh, there's a scene where she's driving home uh, in the last episode. And I want to talk about what the camera was doing during this scene. Now, you're familiar with, with chess cam, right? Or, or snorry cam, it's sometimes called. Yeah. Right? Where the actor's got a rig, where the camera's connected to them, and the other one's handling it. And it's like it's usually pointing at their face. Most movies and TV shows will use it for when they're, they're like in a daze or they're high or something like that. And it gives this effect where they're... Like the the background's moving, but they seem perfectly still, even though they're moving through something, right? Yeah. So you get this kind of weird, like sort of almost trippy effect from it. It's something that Upgrade used a lot, actually. The movie that came out this year, uh, whenever the 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 chip in his head was taking control of his body, it would it would use it in a really effective way. And I commented when I reviewed that actually that one of the most effective things about it is that normally chest cams a really close up thing because it's just the chest. That movie did this really great thing where the camera would be really far back into like a really wide medium shot and it would still have that effect. So I'm not even sure how they did it, if they, if they actually attached it to him from a distance or if they did some other technique. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because they had this effect on the car last episode and it was really surreal um, mm. because the car was perfect, you know, because usually, you know, you're, you're filming a car, it'll feel separate from the camera. Here, it was perfectly still with the camera, but the, obviously the movement was still happening. Uh, one of the comments actually said it looked like a video game almost, because obviously in a video game, you don't have the natural Swipe. separation from it. Yeah. Um, uh, but I noticed it, and it felt weird. And you could even, and what impressed me the most is, and I, was, I assume, I'd assume the way they filmed this is they did have it rigged to the car, and they CG'd the, the, the connection out, because you could see the bottom of the car, you could see some of the road behind it. So yeah. that was the that was even more impressive to me is I was like wait I'm getting this effect but I can see all around it and my filmmaking knowledge tells me that this camera has to be connected to it. Mm. Easy enough to CG out some cables these days. Yeah, it wouldn't even just be a cable though; it would be like an actual oh a rig yeah from but... the uh, probably under the car I imagine would be where yeah. the rig comes from. Still, not that much of a challenge no. these days, especially when a show has minimal CG anyway it would be very easy to write okay well we can spend our time on this thing 
Very unique, though. It really stood out to me. Yeah. It really stood out to me. The, the idea that... Cause, it stood out so much you forgot to mention it. Yeah, but sometimes this, this effect is used as well to show that someone is kind of disconnected from the world. They're in their own world, right? And everything else is just around them. And mm. I think it's interesting to use that for Heidi, but even more so use it when she's in her car going home. And the idea that the rest of the world completely is, you know, because it makes it bigger, right? It makes it bigger that she's only in her own little car and everyone else yeah. is just irrelevant. And we see that she acts that way with her with her, with her boyfriend. Oh, um, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, I think it's uh, it's interesting. I think thematically there's some things going on there and I'll be looking for more techniques. Because I see that this episode had a t- bunch of little, just really good, strong direction, especially early on. Uh, and and the, and the not the fake town the retirement town but it looked fake <laughs> yeah intentionally even so. um in in the future bit uh at the start you know when he's looking at the screen mm. and that in that such that tight aspect ratio when he's really nailing in on the words and you only get like two words on the screen yeah because it's that tight uh it, it felt really strong and unique in that sense yeah no it really did uh, and then he punctuates it a lot in the scene, actually, because he he clicks his pen a lot, and it's yeah. ki- it kind of it adds to the music almost. Like you, you've got yeah. the the more subtle music that the show's got, and then you've got him clicking his pen. It kind of adds a little bit of, bit of percussion almost to it. Yeah. So I, I saw uh, Esmail tweeting that he mm. was really glad people were discussing aspect ratios. <laughs> he's, he, he's our people. Yes, he is. He is. Yeah. Esmail's uh, my sort of dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, actually, I want to ask him what the exact ratio is. What is it? Send him a tweet. He might answer it. Yeah, he might. What is the ratio? Um, my my guess would be five to four, but that's just a stab in the dark, just based on what, what you realistically know and then yeah. can extrapolate. But it, it it could be a unique ratio that they decided on for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. But he'll so, have the number. He'll have the number. Yeah. Uh, but no, that's episode episode three of of uh of Homecoming, which you know for a show that is, I mean, this one was a little bit longer at thirty three minutes, but. We're getting like twenty minutes of conversation out of these episodes, and yep. they're not that long. So it's doing something right. It's 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 poking at my brain and making me think. Um, and the direction's phenomenal still. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back with the next episode uh, the day after tomorrow. So look forward to that. Uh, let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the twitters at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to Patreon.com/slash MailFuzzTV. You can do that over there. But otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla?